Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos Daf Kof Aleph. We're starting seven lines from the top, the second word on the line. Today's shear is sponsored. Le'ilu Nishmas, Rabbi Aaron David ben Rabbi Yisrael, his neshama should have an aliyah. The Gemara says, Amrav Huna, Hani Bitsiyasa de Meishan, these small boats that went along the Meishan River, this was a very narrow river, and therefore the boats were very narrow. These boats, as opposed to being flat-bottomed, like some kayaks, were more like canoes, where the walls sloped inward and downwards and they met at a point. So Rav Huna tells us, in Metathlon Behen Elaba Arba, you're only allowed to carry within four amas of this boat itself and not out of four amas. Why? Because this boat is considered a Carmelis. It's not a Rosh Hashayachid. Rosh Hashayachid has to be 10 by 4 all the way through. But since the bottom of this boat is not four Tvachim wide, it's considered a Carmelis and you're only allowed to carry within four amas of a Carmelis. Amran, however, we only said this, El She'en Bepachis Mishloisha Arba, that within three Tvachim of the bottom of the boat, it's not four Tvachim wide. Avol Yesh Bepachis Megimel Arba. However, if within three Tvachim of the bottom of the boat, it's four Tvachim wide, less Lamba, then there's no problem of carrying within it, it's considered Shasayachid. Why? Since it's four Tvachim wide, within three Tvachim of the bottom of the boat, we're going to say Lavud, and it's considered like the bottom of the boat itself is four Tvachim wide. And Rav Huna continues, Vimalinu Kani Vurvani, less Lamba. And if the bottom of the boat was filled up with reeds or willow branches, then also there's no problem. It's as if we're raising the floor to the point where it's four Tvachim wide, and again, there's no issue. Maska Flor of Nachman, Rav Nachman asks the question, why don't we say good aches mechitzasa? This is usually referred to as good aches, which means let's extend the walls downwards to create an imaginary mechitza. Milay Tanya, don't we have a brisa? Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Huda Omer, he says, not kind of rabim. A person placed a pole in the rabim. A pole is thin. That's very important. We're going to see soon. Uberoshi Traskal. At the top of this pole, we have a basket, which is four tefachim wide. Vizark v'nochal gabav. A person threw an item from the rabim into this traskal. Chayiv he's chayiv because the basket. Basket itself is considered Rishos Hayachid. Al-Mamrinan, we see that we say, Good Aches Mechitzasa, that we're going to extend the walls of the basket downwards. The basket itself is 10 Tvachim off the ground, and it's 4 Tvachim wide, but we don't actually have walls that are extending 10 Tvachim to the ground. So therefore we say, Good Aches Mechitzasa, we extend the walls of the basket downwards until they go all the way down to the floor. We see we apply Good Aches. Hachinami, name a Good Aches Mechitzasa. Let's also say Good Aches in the case of the boat, and the boat should be considered Rishos Hayachid. So now comes Rav Yosef's question. Maskafla Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef asks on this, Lahu, didn't they hear? What Rav Yehuda Amarav said, and some are inclined to say Mishim Rabchia that it was really in Rabchia. But Tani Alon, it was taught on this Memra regarding the basket on top of the pole in Rishus Rabim. The Chachamim say that you're Potter. Obviously, the Chachamim, whom we're going to paskin like, don't say that we apply Goraches in that case. So why would you apply Goraches in the case of the boat? And here comes Abaye, Amalei Abaye. Abaye tells Rav Yosef, Vatli Tizbara, you don't hold of the following Vatani. We have a Brisa. Amid Rishus Rabim, a post in the Rishus Rabim. A post is much thicker than a pole. Gavaya Asara, it's ten tefachim high, v'rach of dalid, and it's four tefachim wide at its top. The ain be kare dalid. However, the base of this post is not four tefachim wide. V'yesh bekasser shulay gimel. However, in the narrow part, meaning at the base of this pole, it's three tefachim wide. V'zark v'nachal gabav, you threw an object and it rested on top of this post. Chayv, he's going to be chayv because it's considered roshas hayachid. Alma Amrinan, we see that we're going to apply the concept of good aches mechitzasa in this case. Halchanami, good aches mechitzasa. So too, in the case of the boat, we should say good aches mechitzasa. And this case is very similar to the case of the boat. At the top of the post and at the top of the boat, we have the distance of four tefachim. However, it narrows to less than four tefachim at the bottom of the post or at the bottom of the boat. And nonetheless, we're going to say good aches. So actually, it does make sense to apply good aches in the case of the boat. And Obaya continues, midi iria, and regarding that which you said, the chachamim, in the case of the basket on top of the post, say that we don't apply to good aches, 
Over there, the reason why Chachamim don't apply good aches is because they're mechitzas that goats can break through. Hach, over here in the case of the post, it's considered a mechitza that the goats cannot break through, and therefore, we would say good aches. What's going on over here? The only time the Chachamim apply good aches is if goats cannot break through our imaginary walls. So in the case of the pole, we have a pole with a basket on top of it. Now we have our imaginary walls going all the way down. If a little goat were to break through this imaginary wall, what would it find on the other side of the wall? It would just find airspace, and a little bit off to the side, there would be a pole over there. So since with ease, a goat could break through this imaginary wall, we're not going to apply godaches. However, in the case of the post, if a goat tries to break through our imaginary wall, which is four tefachim wide, what's he going to find on the other side of it? A post, which is three tefachim wide, which means he hasn't successfully broken through anything, because he's going to bump right into that three tefach wide pole. A goat is not one tefach wide. Yes, there's a tefach of airspace in between the existing post and this imaginary wall. However, that's not considered something that the goat can break through. Therefore, we will apply good aches to the case of the four tefach wide post, which means we should also apply good aches to the case of the boat. He tells Lorvashi, but Gabi regarding a boat also, the fish, they can, so to speak, break through the mechitza of the boat in the water. Why would we apply good aches in that case? Amalei responds, the fact that the fish can, so to speak, break through our imaginary mechitza, that's not considered like it's able to penetrate it. Rashi explains because we're not able to see the fish, and therefore it's not considered like they're breaking through the mechitza. And Ravashi continues, and how do I know this? What about if we have hanging mechitzas? Is that going to be matter us to carry within a churva a ruin? We have a ruin, a dilapidated, abandoned building that's next to Rosh Hashanah, or part of the Rosh Hashanah, and let's say the roof of this structure is being supported by a central beam. However, none of the walls are in existence. We just have little mechitzas tuluyas, just kind of a little bit of the wall is remaining on the top, hanging downwards. Are we going to apply good aches in this case of this hanging mechitza and say that this churva, this ruin, is considered and not and Ravan responded, A Machitza Tulia is not going to allow a person to carry within it. It's not going to be considered Rosh Yachid. Kufal phone base on the top, Ella Bimayim, except for water. They applied a leniency only with water. This is specifically referring to a person that lives right next to a body of fresh water. And he wants to be able to reach his hand out of his window and scoop some water out of, let's say, this river. Now, this river is a Carmelis, and his house is a Rosh Yachid, and he's not allowed to make a transfer from Rosh Carmelis to Rosh Yachid. So what does he do? He does something similar to what we had on the boat in yesterday's daf. He creates mechitzas that are four by four tfachim wide, and then we're going to apply good aches to extend these mechitzas downward all the way into the river, and now when he's scooping out water from in between these mechitzas, it's considered like he's scooping out from Rosh Hashayachid into his house, which is Rosh Hashayachid. But we only take this leniency of mechitzas to Luis, because at the end of the day, they're hanging. They don't actually extend into the water. It's only applied by water and by nothing else. And now says Rav Ashi, Vamai, why do we say this? There's definitely fish that are swimming in between his imaginary mechitzas. Why don't we say that it's not considered goraches because we have bekiyas dogim, just like we won't say goraches by bekiyas gedim, by the goats. El Shmamina must be bekiyas dogim leshma bekiyah. The fact that fish can break through our imaginary mechitzas is not considered a bekiyah. We'll still say goraches in that case. Therefore, we've successfully upheld Rav Nachman's suggestion that even though we have a boat which does not have a width of four tfachim at its bottom, we should still say good aches, and this boat should be considered a Rosh and not a Carmelis.
And the Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah's Finus Kishuris, if we have two boats tied to each other, one may carry from one to another on Shabbos. The Gemara says, Pshita, that's self-understood. Right now we're assuming that both boats are owned by the same person. That's considered like two Rosh Hashayachids owned by the same person. So of course he's allowed to carry from one to another. The Gemara says, We're talking about that the items are being transferred from one boat to another by way of this Bitsis, this small little boat that's in between them. And the little boat is not connected to these two larger boats. And he's carrying from one to another by way of this Bitsis and Nonetheless, we still say that this Bitsis is considered part of this Rishus Hayachid grouping of boats, and he may use it. Mar says, I'm later of Safra, or Safra tells Rava, Maisha, Shaper Kamrit, Maisha, are you saying good? Is what you're saying make sense? The reason why Rav Safra called Rava Maisha is because he held Rava in such high regard as if he was Maisha of his generation, the leader of his generation. So he says, is what you're saying really make sense? Metatlan Mizula Zutinan, our Mishnah says you're allowed to carry from one to another, and it doesn't say anything about there being a third boat in between. Alamar of Safra of Safra says, Loi Nitzrcha, the Chiddush of our Mishnah is El Arev Ula Talta Mizulazu. You're allowed to make an Eruv and carry from one to another. It's actually two boats owned by two separate people. And we know that Midra Banan, when you have two separate Rosh Yachids, you need to have an Eruv Echatzeris, you need to have Eruv between the two of them. And the Chiddush is, is that Eruv applies even to boats. Uchidatanyan, we have a Brysa like this. Sfinus Kasher, Zubazu, we have two boats tied to each other. Ma'arvin, Umetatlan, Mizulazu, one we make an Eruv and carry from one to another. Nifsaku, if the Eruv got broken, Nesru, so now now it's Usr because now we have a Carmelist. The sea is a Carmelist. We're not allowed to carry from one Rosh to another by way of a Carmelist, so therefore it'd be Usr. Chazru v'nikshru. If now the boats were retied on Shabbos, bein shagin, bein mezidin, whether it's b'shagig or mezid, bein einsin, bein muatin, chazru leheter and harisha, and we go back to the original heter, and we may once again carry from one boat to another, even though this Erev was created on Shabbos. And now the Bryson continues. V'chein machzal, saprusais, Rosh Hashirabim. If we have mats that are spread out in the Rosh Hashirabim, these mats created mechitzais. And now we have like little Rishus Hayachid cubicles within the Rishus Harabim. And people decided to stay in these Rishus Hayachids on Shabbos. So we may make an Erev and carry from one to another because it's little Rishus Hayachid cubicles. Niglalu, but let's say these mats were now rolled up, effectively ruining our little Rishus Hayachid. Nasru, it's usher now to carry from one to another. Chazur v'nifrasu, let's say they were spread out once again, creating mechitzas. Ben shagin, ben mezidin, ben anusin, uvein mutayin. Doesn't make a difference how they were spread out. Chazur l'tein arishan, we go back to the original heter and we're allowed to carry from one to another. Why? Concludes the b'risa. Shakol mechitza shenasev shabbos. Any mechitza that's created on shabbos, any sort of partition that's made, ben b'shegig, ben b'mezid, whether it's done b'shegig or mezid, shma mechitza is considered a mechitza and one may use it even though it's created on shabbos. Now the Gemara says, hold on, any is that really so? From Avnach. And Rav Nachman said, This was only taught that these partitions that were created on Shabbos are Rosh Hashayachid, El Lizraik, is only if someone throws from Rosh Hashayachid into this newly created Rosh Hashayachid, it's considered like he threw something from Rosh Hashayachid to Rosh Hashayachid and he's Chayav. But to carry within this new Rosh Hashayachid, Aser, that would be Aser. Rav Nachman saying not like this Brisa. Obviously, the question is on Rav Nachman because he's an Amira and not a Tana. The Gemara answers no. Ki it Rav Nachman. When did Rav Nachman say as Allah that this new Rosh Hashayachid is only considered Rosh in regards to Isser, as Amazed Itmar is only when he created a Bemazed, so we cannot him and say he's going to be chayv for throwing something into it, but he's not allowed to use it to carry. However, if it was created Beshaigig, then he's even allowed to carry in it. Back to the boats being tied to each other. Amr Shmuel Shmuel says, Even if these boats are tied with a Chot Sarval, this is the string that a person uses to tie his cloak to his neck. It's a very thin string. Even if that's the thing that's holding your boats together, it's still considered tied and we may care from one to another. The Gemara says, Hey, Chidami, what's the case? Either Yachalam Midan. 
if it's actually strong enough to hold the boats together. Pshita, so of course it's considered connecting the boats together. And ide and yachalami, then if it's not able to hold the boats together, so am I, why would I be allowed to care from one boat to another? It's considered as if they're not tied. The Gemara says, yachalamidan. Really, it's a strong enough rope to tie them together. The only reason why Shmuel taught us this halacha of his chutah sarval is to exclude something else he once taught us about a rope holding a boat. Did not we have a Mishnah? Kasher bedavar ma'amida. We tied a boat to the pier with something that's going to hold it. Mevi la toma. That's going to actually bring toma to the boat. Bedavar she'en ma'amida. But if the boat is tied with something that cannot hold the boat strongly enough, ain't mevi la toma. So then that thing that is tying the boat is not going to bring toma to it. What's going on over here? Now imagine we have a boat which is at the dock and it's tied to that little post at the dock to prevent it from slipping away. Now we have a little guard booth directly on top of this post in which a guard is making sure that no one's untied the boat and that guard dies so now we have in Ayala Mace we have this little guard booth and there's a mace inside of it so if this thing which is tying the boat is strong enough to hold the boat and prevent it from slipping away then it's going to become Tame from Tomas Ayala Mace and it's going to make the boat itself Tame and then be Matame the things in the boat however it's not strong enough to prevent the boat from slipping away then it's not going to bring Tama from Ayala Mace and Shmuel clarifies where Shmuel, Shmuel says that's only if this boat is tied with an iron Iron chain. Why is that? What's the difference between this boat being tied with an iron chain and our boats on Shabbos being tied just with a regular string? Lenin Tomahu, in regards to Toma, the Chsivit says in the Pasik, Bachalal Cherev. A chalal is a corpse that was felled by a sword. Cherev harehu kechalal. The sword is just like the corpse that it felled. The Pasik says in regards to Thomas Mace, Vachashur Yigal Pneasada, and anything that touches an open field, Bachalal Cherev, a body felled by the sword. So the Joshua is we compare the sword to the body, just like the body itself is an Aviava. So too, the sword itself, or for that matter, anything made out of metal, is going to be considered an avia toma. So the Gemara continues and says, in, yes, a metal chain is going to be required in order to use this halacha. So therefore, this boat is tied to the pier with a metal chain. So now this metal chain, which is an oil hames, is going to be considered an avia toma, just like the mace itself. The boat itself is going to be considered an ava toma, one step down, and everything else in the boat is going to be considered a rishon toma. However, if this boat is not tied with a metal chain, and it's tied with something else, even if it's very strong, we're going to say that this rope that it's tied with is considered only an Av HaToma, not an Aviyah Vais HaToma. The boat itself is going to become a Rish in the Toma. The items inside the boat are not going to become Tame at all. However, the Gemara concludes, Avalanian Shabbos, but in regards to Shabbos, since this string is able to hold the boats together from slipping away from each other, even if it's tied with the Chot sarvel, this string that's used to hold the cloak to a person's neck, that's going to be okay. That's considered strong enough to hold them together and one may carry from one to another. Everyone should have a wonderful day.